This podcast is brought to you by Backyard Box Office Kansas City. Listen up, NFL fans. Imagine you're in the backyard, ribs on the smoker, two hours to kick off, and all the neighbors will be at your house soon. But you only have 50 inches of screen and a few couch spots. This year, call Backyard Box Office Kansas City and have them bring the big screen outdoor theater experience to you with screens from 10 feet all the way up to 23 feet. Everyone in the neighborhood can come together to watch the big game for scheduling and prices. Go to BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com and use code TLC for 10% off. Again, that's BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com, code TLC for 10% off. Listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Hello, people of Earth, and by that I mean the 14 people that listen to this. Only 20. one more of you needed. <laughs> and we can make money. Are we at 49? Somehow. We're at 49. Well, we're already making money. Thank you That's for all true. of you who listen. True. But now we open up new doors. For even more possibilities. Yes. Most of this money is getting thrown right back into the pod. Yes. All for now. (laughs) All of it for now, yes. Um So we 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 played well this week. Hey, they won. We won. Look at us pulling it out. Imagine that the Chiefs won a football game. Who could have guessed? Who would have thought we'd have been here? Is the Eagles, in fairness. That's true. Um but I wanted to, even though we're in a win, and I don't want to press too hard on on negatives, but I think there's one negative that needs to be talked about more than anything else. Well, especially because that one negative is just one and half in, of the ball. It's literally 22 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one third, technically. Technically. But it's still awful. One third. Um, at least like 40% of the snaps. Well, probably more because we usually we, have less plays than the opposing. One team. of those quote unquote thirds is a lot less of a third than the other two thirds. Yes. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good by any means. But I did want to take a look at a couple stats here. Just f- how how efficient or not. Isn't Patrick Mahomes just the worst? I'm just kidding. <laughs> he threw another interception. <laughs> what a bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start off on some positives yeah. real quick. Uh, if, Offensively, we're number one in the league for basically all efficiencies. Don't call it a comeback. Um, We convert first downs on first down 28% of the time. We convert a first down on second down 64% of the time. That's good. And we convert a third down or first down on third down 80, a league leading 86% of the time. That wins your ball games. Yes, it does. We have yet to attempt a conversion of a fourth down. Which we should. We should. But yeah. But But the highest rated team or the highest percentage for that in the converting for a first down on fourth down, uh, the Cowboys at a whopping 81%. Two other teams fall at 80% just under the Cowboys. That would be the Rams and the Chargers. Wow. If 
you would have told me that any of the or that less than one of those teams in the top three of that category weren't teams that played the Chiefs, I would think you were lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Because let's go ahead and just jump right into a negative as we see so yeah. far. It's defense time. It's defense time. We're rated last in the NFL when it comes to c- conversions. So when a team is trying to convert a first down on first down against us, 31% conversion rate. It's too high. Better than our offense. <laughs> Just bad. And nobody's Just better than our offense. Bad stat. Except for our defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when trying to convert a first down on second down, it's a whopping 64%. The same as our offense. Same as our offense. It's disgusting. It's really I, bad. I highly, well, I highly doubt that the third down percentage is going to be better, but it's probably going to be absolutely stunningly atrocious. It's the worst in the league at 80%. (laughs) Which the offense still surpassed that number, but that's still so many. You know what's even worse? Five times. The fourth down percent is probably 100. 85. 85%. Which is nearly as high as our third down (laughs) conversion rate. That's so high. Oh, yeah, because the Eagles screwed that up for everyone. That's higher than the league league highest. uh, Yeah, the league average is 74% on fourth down conversion. So the numbers are clearly telling you, you have a C, a mid C, not a C minus, not a C plus. You have a C percent chance of getting a first down on fourth down, which all coaches should be taking advantage of. Especially if it's fourth and five or less. You should take that. Of course. You should take that every time. Of course. This league is clearly moving more towards Big 12 than anyone else. Yeah. And I I have actually been impressed with more coaches this year. A lot more fourth down conversions. A lot more attempts. And and maybe that has something to do with we're Chiefs fans and everybody's doing that against us now. Also a good point. I mean, Harbaugh. But at least they do understand it, at least on that level. Harbaugh and Stefanski, I was like, wow. And then uh, balls on them. And and then it just turns out the analytics are just totally in their favor. Right. And we know Harbaugh has been ballsy for uh, for years now. now. He's got a quarterback that nobody can stop when he's running the ball. Which is why Harbaugh has been so good for so long. And he hasn't even had the best teams. Right. He's, He's been a consistent winner on a franchise that has been talented, but not always the most talented. And he's still yeah. won a lot of games. And then Kevin Stefanski's come on the scene in the last couple of years, and he's just letting them swing on, on fourth down. I really like his aggressiveness, too. And just so happens, you know, those are the Chiefs' first two opponents, and sometimes that's just how it goes. And also, who, who's the new guy in in, uh, in L.A. for the Chargers? Yeah, I was going to ask that question, it's, too. Uh, I it's not a clue. Brandon Staley. Oh, it's Brandon Staley. Right. It is Brandon Staley. He has shown an immense aggressiveness. He looks very going. Good. Going for it on fourth down as well. well also partly due to his quarterback because Justin Herbert is incredible. Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, you know who else looks really good offensively is Joe Brady in Carolina. Yeah. It looks absolutely fantastic when when on the uh, when their yeah. offense is on the, on right. the field. And I think it's a lot of these younger guys, the Brandon Staley, for sure, the Joe Brady's that are understanding a lot more. Like but they're the, bringing the that anal- college, yeah, the, anal- the, analytics, the analytics, the aggressiveness. The, yes, the aggressiveness on offense from college because it's now not just Big Twelve. You've got the SEC getting very almost oh, SEC the, games. This I mean at this point, like against good teams, are, are going to be in the the high twenties, mid thirties at least. Punters are going to be obsolete. All the punters that are going to be in college here in the next five to 10 years are going to be the 38 to 45 year old Australians that have given up on their rugby careers and now right. just want to be punters. I actually have a hot take for where uh punter position is actually going to be going in the next few years. Maybe not in the next like two to three, but five plus, I think around, uh, I think the kicker and punter position might end up being one person at some point. 
Hmm. I, I don't think that's insane. I don't think that's insane. I would even better take I would give it is that most punters are going to be some form of a backup quarterback to where you put them out on the field and they can convert better passes. A lot of quarterbacks are are punters in in high school. So that is very, true. Very common. I, but I would I would go even a step further and say it's more higher quality quarterbacks are now the punters and can be out there be for those gimmicks. And then plays. you would also think twice about about it being a punt or a punt on right. uh, on a punt punt down. Do you guys know about Presbyterian's head coach? Presbyterian College, F, little FCS program? No, not nope. a clue. He, uh, College Game Day did a spot on him uh, a couple weeks ago. He does not punt ever. Will not punt. Um, and he wins probably. Goes for two point conversions a lot. Well, see, this is the thing. The game swing. He goes for two point conversion almost. I think every time, unless they're up three or more scores, uh, and and onside kicks on basically every score. All this kind of thing in this like hyper aggressive like pretty much like the top level of aggressive in analytics as you can go like trusting the analytics as far as possible to try to win games he won uh you can look up the scores for presbyterian college uh i will here to make sure i'm reading them correctly which there's no way on this planet i'm spelling presbyterian correctly oh hey outfield let's go um <laughs> so this is the scores of their games They've played four games this year. They played some random school called St. Andrews. They won 84 to 43 uh, in a low scoring basketball there game. Uh, one of the schools they played literally just as TBD on Google. Uh, they won that <laughs> game 66 to, or 68 to three. Wow. TBD. <laughs> then TBD. they played a real school uh, named Campbell. In North Carolina, they lost seventy-two to nothing. Be ready. Be better than they lost seventy-two to nothing. Oh my god! This is this is the thing with this. Well, you can't style. go for two-point conversions if you don't get in the end zone. Right. This is the thing with the style. If you don't ever punt and you always have fourth downs on your end of the field, they and had you one, can't get it. They had one onside kick in that whole game. Yeah, exactly. And it was at halftime. And then they lost to Dayton sixty-three forty-three. I mean, Dayton's a pretty knowledgeable or like known college. Oh yeah, no, Dayton uh, and Campbell are real schools. I would say that Dayton probably is quite a bit better than them, but I Maybe. don't. I don't know these football programs, but uh, they play Moorhead State, Davidson, uh, who some people might know more as a basketball school, San Diego, Stetson, Valparaiso, Marist, and Saint Thomas, Minnesota, who I believe is a D three school. Don't know how they're playing them, but. <laughs> Expedition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that man is taking analytics to its absolute, like, just the absolute completion of the of the exercise, and it's a, with interesting results. That was that was a tangent of a tangent. There you go. <laughs> but analytics Analy- brings it all together. And so I want to get back on the analytics of the Chiefs. Yes. Where, you know, I've obviously we've had bad defenses the last four years. Below, below what you'd want minimally it for feels a couple like of hundred years, but yeah. Yes. Now, obviously, they have picked it up since getting Spags mm. in the later half of the season. Ninth, They've gone from being yeah. the 32nd worst defense or the 30th worst defense all the way up to the seventh best or the fifth best. Right. We've Which seen is weird that we start jump. this way every year. I hate right. it. It's but, disgusting. But the thing is, 19 and 20. The defenses were in 19. It started off pretty bo- pretty poor, ended up very good. And that's specifically what you were referencing mm. for sure. Correct. It was 19, and they ended up playing very well, in the quite playoffs. well by the end of the season, and and pretty well in the playoffs as well. 20, they were they were at least just all right most of the season. Like they they, they weren't ever terrible. We were, top, we were top 15 defense that year. Yeah, yeah pretty they, much the entire season. Yeah, they they were perfectly solid, especially That's for what they were coming to from. Get they were you good to the Super Bowl, right? Or at least. 
if not win it, given you don't play yeah. with a seventh string offensive line. Correct. And here we are. Where, <laughs> right. And now this year, though, this year, the really frustrating thing about this defense is that, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, more in the full pod, but this is the short. The really annoying thing is they had a lot of talent, seemingly, coming into the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see any inherent glaring holes on this not team, not as on much defense. as we're seeing, well, and especially as not, I knew not as much as what's Chris actually happened. Jones outside was going to be wishy washy, but I didn't think it was going to end up as poorly, be completely as ineffective. Well, basically, this, this year, I mean, last year we had a top fifteen defense, uh, basically the whole season. So we thought defense was kind of fixed. And well, we and they like, returned most of every, almost everybody that you they, wanted back. They returned almost everyone, and nope. they added some pieces that we thought would be mm-hmm. good. They Mike added Jaron Reed, Reed. Mike Hughes. Willie Gay was Willie, supposed to actually play this yeah. year, and obviously he's been hurt. So we'll give and, him that and, pass for now. But. So it was like, how are we at this point now? Where where do we come from? Super Bowl. Well, I guess the week before the Super Bowl, um, AFC Championship to now. How how are we this bad compared right. to last year? Like well, compared to last year, I mean, we're we're, See, we're a thousand times worse. So we're, we kind of com- sat down and we we looked at it. And we're, we're like, okay, this defense effectively looks as bad about it, as it, bad as twenty. It looks and feels as bad as twenty eight. And mm-hmm. what I'm expecting for this weekend is to be another Rams Chiefs showdown from twenty eighteen. Yep. Yeah. With the Bills because our defense is just that awful. Yeah. Offense is, and our offense is especially with Josh Gordon coming in. What I'm right. going to expect from him, and we'll cover it in in. The, we'll do the full pod in and the we'll, full we'll pod uh, is later on all. this week. It'll be out on Friday for the preview. I'll definitely cover that. But but what we're looking at from twenty eighteen to this year. So we have given up in 2018. We had given up through four games a total of 1,807 yards. It's a lot of yards. So far, we're about 60 ish shy of that at 1751. That's, four that's games 32nd in the league, correct? It's it's 32nd in the league. What we're off? What's 31st? Um, I that'd be, Landon, that'd you want to look that yeah, up? Somebody looked look that up because that's that's a, let's look up what the defensive rating rankings are per stats. Uh, while I run where through the rest of these. would be the best place to find uh, that? Pro Probably, focus. yeah. Okay. Pro Football Reference. That's, that's what or I reference. thought. Pro Football focus. Reference. Screw those guys. That's typically that's where I'm getting <laughs> all my numbers from. That's the only place that I go to. Um, so that's total yards, rushing yards from 2018. We had given up through four games at, at a clip of it was basically 500, 493 yards. In 2021, we've given up nearly 100 more yards rushing yeah. at 584. Granted, we've played some pretty good rushing teams. More, but two of the best rushing teams in the league, undoubtedly. Man, if not three, counting the Chargers and Eckler. But man, those four... F- those four first games in 2018 still were what? What were they? 480 yards? Yeah, 493 yards. 493 I mean, those, yards. Those, it's very hard to talk. Those that. four teams that year were the Chargers, the Steelers, the Niners, and the Broncos. And the Niners were undoubtedly one of the best rushing teams mm-hmm. from 2018 till now. I don't but the care. Steelers also only rushed for 33 yards in that game. They did, but that's also when we get back to the passing yards because Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes and yes. and uh, Ben Roethlisberger ended up having. I know Pat had six touchdowns with six uh, five touchdowns, f- five touchdowns with six, six incomplete pat incomplete yeah. passes. Ben also went off that game. So what we're looking at passing wise in twenty eighteen was eleven eighty nine through four games. So far, we've given up eleven sixty seven. Yikes! First down conversions in twenty eighteen, we gave up one hundred and thirteen in through four games. In 2021, this year, through four games, we've already given up 106 first downs. That's an the, numbers, number. the numbers are staggeringly equal. 
Somehow the Chiefs have actually not given up the most yards. Really? Would uh, that be the Jets? Detroit Lions? No, no, no. It it's the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, via, I forget their defense. Pro football reference is seventeen seventy eight for Seattle to seventeen fifty one wow. for the Chiefs. I I'd put Does that it, as equal. That's pretty much that equal. Is, equal. It's like They're te both technically, bad. It, yeah. Does and the hit? Seahawks are three and one. Two and two, two. Two and two. Okay. Does it uh, hit a wall I, after those two teams, or it? There's a significant jump. I looking at this list. I believe next is the Jacksonville Jaguars at sixteen seventy four, and they have the Washington the football team is at sixteen seventy. How in the hell have we so given we up more missed that yards Washington than have the a good Jacksonville defense. Jaguars? Houston is at sixteen oh seven, and then everyone is fifteen or, or less at that point. Can 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 we answer Houston? That question? We've given up more yards than the Houston Texans. I mean, that's fine. Their defense wasn't their question. Their offense was the question after having no receivers. It's still, it's still bad and to give up more yards than a team that just got beat 30, 40 to nothing. I mean, that, that's, that's true. <laughs> but, but yes, yes. Unequivocally, it's We've their given offense up more that's yards the issue. than and Jacksonville and Houston. To be and, fair, and the I'm, Houston Texans are out of games, and so people are just kind of running the clock and punting the ball. But that's I want to ask true. the question, because it does, It obviously, what we've seen from the defense has not been good. But can we put part of the blame of the defensive woes on the offense for the first three games, first or these last three games? Obviously, we didn't have the turnover issues in this game against the, the Eagles. We did have the one turnover. But in the two previous games, we had six total turnovers, mm -hmm. and those were when we gave up the most yards. You can most you can the defensive can. woes Mo be given to the offense at that point? Most yards, but that was also the game they gave up the least points. You you have released with the you I mean, absolutely can put some of that on. I'm not, on, I'm on not the counting, offense. not really counting the Eagles games. Not a motorcycle. If you heard that, you probably uh, did. I don't think that was a motorcycle or something. No, that was, that was <laughs> it. A, might have been uh, the definitely. I felt like a car. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, I mean, through the the two middle games, the two middle games where we lost, right. we'd given up over thirty points each. Right, it was exactly thirty to the Chargers. Exactly but, thirty to the. Well, and we gave up. No, it was more than thirty, wasn't it? No, it was thirty because we gave up thirty exactly to the Eagles. It was thirty to twenty-four. The okay. Chargers won. Uh, but I mean, either way, like to a point, yes. The the loss can I think be put a lot on the offense because the defense got two stops to open the game. The Chiefs immediately turned right. the ball over two times. The defense stuff is like that definitely still solely responsible for uh, that. Uh, most definitely, but. At, at some point, the offense has also got to be in the, charge of making sure that right. the defense does stay off the field. They definitely got to take the some defense is in charge that. of making sure that the offense does stay on the field. Right. But, it, it you know, I, I can't blame the defense when they've been on the field the entire game just getting absolutely gashed and are tired because the offense can't stop giving the ball up. And that's where we get to the point where the defense, yes, they did play better this week against the Eagles, and we'll cover that more. A little bit better, at least. Um, I mean, we gave up less points. We'll cover. Again, right. We'll, we'll right. cover that. But you know what? How, like, how do we fix this? How is this defense? If we're if we're doing a defensive short, how is this fixable in the long run? Do we ask in the middle of the season? Do we ask Chris Jones to go put on some weight? We make a couple of cuts and bring in some. I don't even know who's available at defensive end. Do we make some trades? Like, like, uh, like cap space wise, right. we've only got eight to nine million dollars available. Three. Right now, three after the Josh Cap Gordon. Oh, it is. It, it like is three, three after Josh, three Josh and a half Gordon. So, so we're we're at three and a half. I mean, not exactly just, a lot of spendable cash. It, and there's not too many positions that are available to be cut as well. Right. Yeah, I, I still I still want to see what this defense looks like with Willie Gay. Yep. I'm not. Yes, I, I'm I not agree. putting the entirety of the defense 
on one man. On I'm not saying he's going to fix every I think this problem. Team changes really? completely when Willie Gay does. But come one in. Thing, adding Willie Gay might make us like the 29th worst defense. <laughs> right. One thing that <laughs> you saw against the Eagles, though, a lot was the flats are wide open. Wide open. Wide open. And that's something that Willie Gay will completely change. Willie Gay, in theory, can has a skill set very well equipped to at least definitely lessen that problem a Surprisingly, lot. a guy who made probably the best defensive play um, of the game was probably Ben Neiman with that flat play, uh, that toss. Or, or no, 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 no. Honestly, a, the defensive player a, of the week last week for me had to be... Legarius need coming he off the edges. Well. Get uh, obviously our defensive line played much better with getting the QB pressures, mm-hmm. getting Jalen. At least they move. were getting back there. We're, we're getting back there. We're getting some rushes. We're getting a couple hits. But LJ coming off the side is just deadly, and we saw right. that last year as a rookie. I the position that yeah. the role that he plays when either covering and undoubtedly he's been worse this year mm-hmm. out on mm-hmm. the outside. But when putting him on the edge as like a I don't know, like a free safety blitz, but he's a cor- slot corner coming the, the off corner the blitz. blitz. It's weird. His position feels a lot like Tyrant's, where it's pretty liquid. It, it does. Yeah. Just kind of moves around, does his own thing. They u- they utilize him in a lot of different ways, and I, I do like that, although he has saying, been significantly I'm not worse. Needs Tyrant or anything. <laughs> right. No, no, he's got a long way to go. I don't think he's got... I don't think his ceiling's that He's high, definitely been worse this I year, think though, which is unfortunate. I don't, I, I don't honestly, think I don't know Tyrant. if we know what LJ's ceiling is if we take it from last year alone his ceiling was definitely tyron matthew i don't know he was one of the top rated corners in the league he was really good he was very very good last year he was very good but to land this plane obviously we have been completely inefficient non-effective in any way shape or form and we're looking as if we're 2018 and there's got to be like like if it's not fix it if it's not fixed soon I'm wondering if we shouldn't be calling for Spags' head in the middle of the season. I will say this. I don't like Spags right now. I didn't like him as a signing first off. He was a really easy hire. It was a super easy hire. It was a friend of Andy Reid's. He's been a head coach before. He had some decent defenses. won a couple Super Bowls. He has on the backs of legendary quarterbacks. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's somewhat a, legendary and super legendary. I mean, Mannings are always going to be legendary. The name. The not quarterback the, not, he won it with. Not, not, that's the, not the 500 that's record that's and the true. completely <laughs> average stats. He's funny on the man, the Manning cast, though. Eli. Yeah. He flipped the bird on live television. He I did. A double, bird, a double bird, nonetheless. He didn't bird. even blur it. No. It was just really funny. Like it was great. Apologize so that they wouldn't cancel the show. And, and then they didn't have it gone. this week, and they won't have it for like three more weeks. And then it'll come back for a couple and really, everyone will know why, except know for weird people on Twitter who will wonder and not know. But we'll know. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of where we can end it. It's just some thoughts, but I you know, something to definitely yeah. look at. And again, should we be calling for Spags' head if this continues to move the way it's yes. moving? Getting to week... Right. Do we even let mid-season, it get to week eight? Mid-season. I'm tired of Spags. I'm if, honestly if pretty the, darn close to having Spags. Just, I don't, I, I'm I'm very close to just no more Spags for me. And if that isn't ominous enough for you, I'll say this. The Chiefs defense is going to make or break this year. Yes, the offense is very good. Very good. But they and, have to be able to make a mistake. But as we saw in 2018... 
it's not that Patrick Mahomes in the offense cannot overcome a bad defense. That's true. It's that your margin for error is goes to zero. basically zero. You have to be able to make a mistake. They're human still. And not every team is the Eagles. And certainly not every playoff. Te- none of the playoff teams are the Eagles. There might be one, and it might just be the Eagles. <laughs> but the Cowboys look so much better. The and they're on the other side, so we probably won't play them. The off, the yes. AFC off or playoffs is going to be much better than the NFCs. So and there might not be an Eagles. It's, in our I'm not saying that the Chiefs have a zero percent chance at winning a Super Bowl with a bad defense. I'm just saying it's it goes way down and it gets way harder. It goes down to the 2018 AFC Championship where they lined up offsides and they were in offsides and a coin a, flip. A coin flip. If well, they, in they get one of those two things and they're in the Super Bowl. Don't forget why we were in that situation in the first place. We played Bill Belichick and he had a good game plan, which we overcame, but started slow. There's no room for error with a defense. I say like it, this. it really it takes. It's because of the the way that that game started. Mm. Why we were there and Patrick the, Mahomes first played out of his mind he from did. the third quarter. Like from the third, like the third and fourth quarter was arguably two of the best quarters Patrick Mahomes has ever played in his entire Honestly, life. Honestly, probably perfect. But since they they didn't get a first first half going, it it didn't matter because right. of that defense. And the D Ford lines up offsides, and the coin flip goes to the Patriots. The the the, the margin for error is zero. Well, and Chris, Chris Jones gets an awful. Uh, uh, an yeah. awful call we, on we, an interception. We relive that game so much every more day, than we every should. day, <laughs> every single we, day. We won a Super Bowl, everybody. We still, we still every talk about the 2018 AFC title game. Oh, we would have won that one. Bunch of cheaters. Really Man, would uh, <laughs> I just am so sad that that Super Bowl had to be 10 to seven because it's 13 three. The Chiefs worse. Rams could have <laughs> part two, and that probably would have been the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Instead, it was probably the best one. 13 three, and I went to see Aquaman instead of watch that Super Bowl. I don't blame you. And it's it, a decent movie. It was way more entertaining. <laughs> I didn't Super Bowl. most of it. But. Well, somehow we ended on Aquaman. Join us for the full episode, which is probably up right now. So go do that. It's probably better. Go, go, probably go. Probably better. Probably a lot more focused, but maybe not. You never know. It's us. Welcome to the ship. It's sinking. <laughs> we got on a sinking ship. Gracefully. <laughs> why, isn't this, why isn't this podcast ending? This is a short. Why am I still talking? Bye. To make it along. Shut up, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs>